following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to get out of that rut and break through to a higher level of success. This is Infinite Success Radio with Rachel O'Brien Eddy. In this engaging hour, you'll hear from people just like you who wanted to achieve success and did. What was their secret? You'll need to listen to find out. Now, here's your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Thank you so much for tuning in today and each and every week from all around the world. My goal with this show is to encourage, inspire, and empower you to achieve a higher level of success in your business and in your life. So I am very happy that you guys are with me today. In case you didn't know, you can actually hear Infinite Success Radio as a podcast every week on iTunes and on Stitcher. So if you subscribe to the podcast, that way you will make sure that you don't miss an episode. I know you guys are super busy, so you may not be able to listen live each week, but you can definitely subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss out on the awesome topics that we are bringing you. You know, we've got some amazing guests lined up in the next few weeks. I'm super, super excited to bring you some incredible professionals who are super successful in their careers. And I think you guys are going to get so much value from them. So you'll definitely want to be subscribed to the podcast. That way you don't miss out on those interviews. They will be coming up here in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. I am really, really excited to be with you guys today sharing how to deal with disappointment. That's today's episode. It's all about dealing with disappointment and really making the most out of it. You know, we all face challenges from time to time and stuff goes wrong and, and, you know, it could be an, an unexpected tragedy. It could be a failed relationship, a job loss. You know, there's lots of things that happen in life that can be very disappointing. So this week, I really wanted to share with you some ways that you can deal with disappointment, manage your emotions, you know, move forward really in a positive way, no matter what obstacles you're facing and no matter what might be going going on in your life. So I definitely want to share that topic with you guys today. So make sure that you stick around through the entire episode because I'm going to be sharing a lot of different ideas and strategies with you and I definitely want to make sure that you get that today. So let's jump right in. First of all, I want to know from you, what is your number one way to deal with disappointment? Do you have one strategy that you use that really works for you when you're disappointed? If so, I want you to share that with all of us today. You can head over to my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash connect with Rachel, and you can actually just post on there and let us know what you're doing to deal with disappointment, your number one tip. You can also reach out to me over on Twitter at Factors 
for success. That's factors, the number four, success. You know, I think so much of the time when we have strategies that work for us, if we will just share it with other people, it can really, really make a difference in somebody else's life. So I would love to hear from you guys today what strategies you're already using to deal with disappointment. And for those of you who who aren't really sure how to deal with disappointment or you've definitely had some challenges that you have faced, you're going to love today's show because I'm going to be very, very real with you about the ways that you can deal with disappointment, no matter how big or small they are. You know, in the last couple of weeks, I have talked to several different people, colleagues, friends, family members, who have all been facing some really big challenges, not just like little disappointments in day-to-day life, right? Not those, but like really big challenges. A good friend of mine actually um, just recently um, was struggling with a a failed relationship that didn't work out. And I know when we were talking, he was so disappointed and so frustrated because, you know, in his mind, he really thought things were going well. You know, I'm sure you can relate to that. If you've ever had a relationship in your life that you thought was going well, and then you're kind of caught out of the blue and it just ends and that's that's it, right? That can feel so disappointing. It can feel so frustrating. And a lot of times it can leave you kind of wondering, you know, what went wrong and what did I do and what could I do differently? And sometimes that actually plays into the disappointment. We'll actually talk about that later on in the show, kind of your mindset and what you're thinking when you feel disappointed. But I know that it's been a really difficult situation for him. I've had several friends who have uh, you know, over the years have had those failed relationships, uh, broken marriages, so on and so forth. And you know what? It is part of life. It is part of life. Sometimes we do have those disappointments in our relationships and we've got to learn what to do with that and how to make the best of it. So we're going to be talking about that today. Another friend of mine, my goodness, um, she actually was dealing with a huge disappointment as well. She has a very close friend who has been um, diagnosed with cancer a few months ago. And as of last week, week was literally given two weeks to live, if you can believe that, two weeks. Um, And this particular gal is actually only in her 30s, only in her 30s. I mean, it's just devastating, stuff like that that goes on that you just, you know, you sit back and you think, what is going on today? I mean, what is going on? We are losing so many people. If you uh, listened to the show last week, you will know that I actually just recently lost a friend to cancer as well. And he was quite young, um, not in his 30s, but quite young as well. And it's just, it's shocking that these things are happening and um, and it's heartbreaking. So that was a huge disappointment for her. Um, you know, it, it, disappointments come in all different shapes and sizes. Like I said, it could be tragedies, it can be setbacks, it can be relationships, job losses, you know, in our economy in the last several years, many of you listening today have probably experienced a job loss, you know, or you've had to, to, to go and find something new because your industry, you know, is not performing um, as well as it used to. And that can be very disappointing. Of course, you have smaller disappointments, which can just be those day-to-day disappointments, arguments with family members, with your kids. You know, I'm a mom. <laughs> I've got two boys. So there's definitely some disappointments there, you know, if, if we have a little disagreement about something, there can be some disappointment if they make poor choices you know there could be some disappointment there and and that's just part of those everyday life disappointments right if you're a student and and you get a bad grade or maybe you had to work on a project with somebody you you don't get along with that can feel a little bit disappointing so there's a lot of things in life that can leave us with that disappointed feeling but we don't want to stay stuck there right we don't want to 
really fall victim to that disappointment because if we do, then we very easily can stay in, in a dark place. We can stay in that, that low spot in life and that's not where we want to be. So it's definitely important that no matter what happens in your life, you learn to turn it around and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Speaking of students, a colleague of mine, actually, um, she's gone back to school for her master's degree, and she had a huge disappointment. She was actually grouped with, uh, she's a straight-A student, by the way. So the straight-A student has gone back, you know, works full-time, has gone back to school to get her master's degree, and um, she's almost done. Like, she's almost finished, super proud of herself. She's got, you know, straight-A's. And um, she was paired with a group of people, unfortunately, that uh, just, their, their grades, for whatever reason, are not that important to them. They have been kind of slacking off this semester, and they're all working on this project together. And she was sharing with me a couple of weeks ago just how frustrated she was. And, and she's like, Rachel, I just, you know, these people are driving me crazy. <laughs> you know, I don't want them to cost me my straight A's. And um, I, I chuckle about it because it was actually something that we were kind of laughing about that you never know with people, you know, not everyone is as motivated as you might be, you know. And, um, and in her situation, she was feeling super super frustrated and very disappointed by the lack of effort from the people in her group. Because for her, you know, this is a really big deal. She's a straight A student. She wants to maintain straight A's. She's almost done. She's almost got her master's degree. And, you know, the thought of somebody else slacking, potentially costing her those straight A's, you know, that's that's pretty frustrating. And that definitely can be disappointing. One of the things that she did is she actually reached out to, to each person in the group individually and let them know, hey, this project really means a lot to me. I'm a straight A student. I've been working really hard. You know, please make sure that you're you know, you're, you're helping out, please do your part of the project. And, you know, she did it in a very kind and respectful way. You know, she didn't call them out on, on you know, not putting forth their effort, but she, she definitely handled it in a great way. And so I would encourage you today, if you're somebody who's listening and you're a student, or maybe you have colleagues that you work with um, at the office or, or a team that you're working with, and, and maybe some people on the team are not participating the way you want them to, and maybe you're feeling a little bit disappointed, I would encourage you to try her strategy of just talking to the person, you know, taking, taking that time. I think she sent them emails, actually, because it's, a, it's not a class where they meet um, frequently, but you know, take the time to, to reach out to the person. Let them know that the project means a lot to you. Let them know that you're feeling a little bit frustrated. You know, I, I think it's important, obviously, to do so in a respectful way. You know, you don't want to to ream somebody for, for, for messing up. You know, we all make mistakes. But I think it's important for them to know what's really on the table there. You know what I'm saying? And I think by her doing that, it, it probably gave her her group a little bit of a, a different perspective. Now, I'll have to check with, back with her in a week or two and see if things improved, but um, I do think that's a great strategy that you can use when you're feeling disappointed is, you know, reach out to to the, the people involved or the person involved and, um, you know, let them know kind of what's going on with you. So, that's, that's one strategy that you can use. So, throughout the show today, we're going to be talking about a few different specific categories having to do with dealing with disappointment. I'm going to run through reaction. You know, how are you reacting when you're disappointed? We'll be talking about that. We're going to be talking about your emotions and really managing your emotions in the best way possible 
regardless of what the disappointment might be. We're also going to be talking about your mindset. I mentioned that a couple minutes ago. Mindset is critically important, absolutely critically important when dealing with disappointment and, and really with a lot of things in life. I think mindset is probably one of the most important things. If you can start to master your thoughts um, and the way you think and perceive life, it just it is a game changer, absolutely a game changer, and it'll make a huge difference in your life. So we're going to be talking about mindset. We're also going to talk about expectations. You know, a lot of times we're disappointed because we have unrealistic expectations of ourselves, of other people, of situations. So I think it's important to, to really discuss expectations and to think about that next time that you're disappointed um, to really consider what you were expecting and, and is it, you know, is it realistic? Is it reasonable even? You know, sometimes we have unrealistic expectations and it can be a good thing, right? That can actually be a good thing. If you're a big thinker and you have big goals and big dreams, that is actually a really good thing. But it's important that even if it's an unrealistic expectation, it's important to to bring it to a place where it's reasonable, you know, where you've really looked at the whole scenario and made sure that it's a reasonable expectation. So we'll definitely be talking about that. We'll also be talking about perspective and the way you look at things the way you look at situations, the way you perceive disappointment. And then finally, we will discuss attitude. Uh, that's a topic we talk a fair amount about here on Infinite Success Radio because attitude is super, super important. And it kind of goes hand in hand with mindset and with your perspective. You know, attitude is definitely part of that. And I think that there's ways that you can overcome challenges and overcome disappointment by having a great attitude even when things are going wrong. So we'll definitely be talking about that during the show as well. All right, so make sure that you guys do stick around. We are going to stop and take a short break, but when we come back, we'll be diving right into your reaction, how you react when you are facing disappointments. All right, so stick around. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and we will be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Transform your life, boost your confidence, and create lasting wealth. Visit ConnectWithRachel.com forward slash success to discover how best-selling author and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy went from miserable, broke, and ridiculously overweight to traveling the world, dropping 90 pounds, and living the life of her dreams. Ready to jumpstart your journey to success? Go to connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. That's connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. 
Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Today, we are talking about dealing with disappointment. And I want to hear from you guys today. I know that we have listeners from super, super, I mean, I'm just amazing places all over the world, lots of different countries. I want to hear from you guys. What are you doing to deal with disappointment? What is your number one strategy that works best for you when dealing with disappointment? I do want to hear from you guys today. So head on over to my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash connect with Rachel, or you can find me on Twitter at factors for success. That's factors, the number four success. Let me know what your number one strategy is. I want to know what you guys are doing. You know, there might be something that works for you in, in one place in the world, and there might be something that works for somebody else in another place in the world, right? So I do want to hear from you guys. I love hearing from you listeners. I am someone who, for those of you who don't know my story, man, I am a traveler. I have been all over the world. We've been to, gosh, I think I'm, I'm, I'm up to about 22 countries now and counting. <laughs> I might even be a little past that. I love to travel and I love meeting people in different places. And I love hearing people's stories and learning about different cultures and, you know, what works for you and what works for me. And I really love that dynamic um, of working with people. That's something that I really enjoy. And so when I say to you, you know, I do want to hear from you. I actually mean it. I'm not just saying that. I do want to hear from you guys. I want to know what's working for you. I believe so much that if we share with each other, you know, a strategy that you might share could help somebody else. If you head over to my Facebook page and you share a strategy, somebody else reading that might think to themselves, hey, I should try that too. That might work for me. So I think it's important that we do share what's working for us. So definitely take a second and do that today. Um, I would just so appreciate that. And as always, if you guys want to reach out to me, you know, privately and you don't want to post something publicly, you can do that as well. All you need to do is send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. That's radio at connectwithrachel.com. I will reply back to each and every one of you personally. I do really enjoy doing that. I love to hear from you guys. I love getting feedback. If you have ideas for the show or a specific person that you would like me to interview, um, I'm definitely open to that. So send your feedback to me and, um, and I would love to hear from you. All right. So let's jump in. Today, I want to really talk first about the way you react to disappointment. Okay, so this is a really important aspect of, of, of this topic today, how you react. You know, the way you react could either make things better or it can make things worse. And of course, it depends on what type of disappointment you're talking about. If it's a really big disappointment or a tragedy or, you know, maybe it's a, an unexpected health problem or something like that, you know, the way you react is really important. It's really, really important because you don't want to make things worse for someone else and you don't want to make things worse for yourself. You know, if, if, you, if you have an argument with, with someone and, and you blow up and, you know, that, that kind of reacting, it generally doesn't get you too far, right? You're never going to convince somebody else uh, that, that, that they're wrong or, or that you're right or, you know, if you, if you blow up. So it's important that you think about the way that you react when things go wrong, the way that you react when, when someone disappoints you. You know, maybe somebody 
didn't show up for a meeting, you know, at the office or somebody, you know, called in sick and you were really counting on that person to be there. If you are rude to that person because they disappointed you, you know, that's going to actually create a problem in your life. It's going to create negativity in that relationship. And even if it's a working relationship, you know, it's a colleague at work, you don't want that negativity. You don't want to create arguments. You don't want to create problems um, and make the situation worse. So I think it's important to just kind of be mindful of how you react when you're disappointed. Think back to the last time that you really faced a disappointment. Maybe it was recently, maybe it was uh, quite a while ago, depending on, on what's going on in your life. But think back to that situation. Did you blow up? Did you sit down and cry? Did you, you know, what did you do? What did you do when you were disappointed? Did you call and talk to someone? Did you give somebody the silent treatment? Oh, man, this happens a lot. <laughs> this happens a lot in relationships in particular. You know, you get upset with somebody, and I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but it certainly has happened to me um, with, with friends over the years. Not so much recently, but, you know, when I was, when I was younger, I used to have some of these, these issues more frequently, I guess. Uh, maybe that's what happens as we age. <laughs> maybe some of these problems seem to get a little bit better. But, you know, did you ever have a situation where you had a conflict with somebody and then they gave you the silent treatment? You know, they just wouldn't talk to you, wouldn't respond. That drives me crazy. I hate that. I really, really hate that because, you know, I believe so much that if we, if we just talk something through or, you know, meet in the middle and, and, and realize that both people are responsible for a conflict, then, you know, you can come out on the other side of it and, and get a resolution. There's no point in having a silent treatment. I know with my oldest son, he, a couple of years ago, had a little conflict with one of his friends at school. And I kid you not, for two months, this other kid gave him the silent treatment for two months. I mean, it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. And I, you know, I just told my son, I said, you know what? You got to think about your friends, buddy. You know, if he's going to give you the silent treatment for two months, is that somebody that you want as a friend? You know, maybe he's an acquaintance. Maybe he's somebody that you see at school, but maybe he's not a close friend. You know what I mean? Um, And and that's just something to consider. If you're the person giving the silent treatment, (laughs) think about this, you know, you're, you're hurting someone else by, by, doing this whole silent treatment thing. So, so instead, why not just communicate? Why not say, hey, this happened. I was disappointed. I was upset. Here's the situation. Let's fix it, right? Why not do that instead? Come together and communicate uh, rather than, than give the silent treatment. But, you know, like I said, that is a reaction, that is sometimes how people react is they stop talking. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, if you do that, you know, it's okay to stop talking for a little bit and to think things through and to take a step back. That is awesome. And in fact, we're going to talk about that here in a minute. But if you're taking it to an extreme and, you know, you're giving someone the silent treatment or you know somebody who's doing that to you, it does not feel good when it happens. So definitely um, communicate, talk, think about the way that you are reacting because it will either either make things better or it'll make things worse. Also, consider how you will react in the future. You know, I was asking you, when was the last time you were disappointed? How did you react to it? Well, think of it this way. If you did not react in a great way, you know, if you kind of look back and you say, darn, I could have done that differently. I could have, I could have reacted a little bit better. If that's true for you, then what I want you to do today is kind of think in your mind, how can I react differently the next time? How could I do things differently if I have a similar problem that comes up? 
How, how will I respond then? I think sometimes we react because we don't have a plan B. We don't have an action plan in place. We don't know what we're going to do if, if something goes wrong, if, if we're given bad news or something. Like I always tell my family, if you're going to tell me something bad, warn me, you know, warn me ahead of time. Just say to me, hey, I need to talk to you about something. Um, you know, it might be a little upsetting. So, it, you know, give me that warning. Because for me personally, I can mentally prepare. I can sit down. I can take a deep breath. I can say, okay, I'm ready, <laughs> right? You know, tell me what it is. But sometimes for me, if I just get caught off guard, then, you know, I might not react in the best way. I might I might be shocked and, and, and upset. And, you know, again, for those of you who listened to the show last week, you will know that I was really caught off guard that one of my friends passed away who had cancer. And I really thought that he was going to live. I really thought he was going to beat it and that, that he was going to be fine. So I was super, super caught off guard. I was shocked. And, you know, my response was just, you know, it wasn't a bad response. It was just normal shock and, and grief. But um, it's because I wasn't prepared. You know, I wasn't expecting that. And so, I think sometimes if we just have in our mind, we start learning ways to be prepared. You know, if something happens, how can I respond? Can I sit down? Can I take a deep breath? Can I ask, you know, my my friends and family, hey, if something's wrong, you know, just let me know in advance to just take a deep breath or, you know, something like that. I think it's good to have those little systems in place. And it, it might just be a little step, a little something that helps you respond better when things go wrong. So, so maybe that'll work for you. Give that a try. It definitely helps me. The next thing is managing your emotions. Oh man, we could talk about this all day long. <laughs> managing your emotions is one of those things that is not always easy to do, you know, especially if you haven't taken the time to really think about why you feel the way you feel. But when disappointment pops up, it is normal, totally normal to feel bad, to feel disappointed, to feel frustrated, to feel angry, to feel sad. You know, those feelings are normal. And it's okay to feel those. You know, we are feeling people, right? As human beings, we are feeling people. And so it's important to, to give yourself permission to have those feelings. But that being said, you want to move through those feelings in a positive way. You want to come out on the other side, not feeling down and depressed, but feeling good about where you're at, feeling, you know, feeling that it's okay that you're a little down, you know, that it's okay that, that it might take you a day or two to even come to grips with a challenge you might be facing, a tragedy, a health problem. You know, I remember a couple of years ago, actually, it was only about 18 months ago, I think, um, my oldest son had some health issues pop up and I remember being so caught off guard. I mean, just completely caught off guard. And when that happens and it's your kid, you know, the emotions run really deep and they're really so much at the surface. And what I had to do in that situation was really stop and ask myself, you know, okay, what am I feeling and why am I feeling this way? right? So I had to challenge my emotions. And that's, that's one of the things that I use as a strategy. And I would include, I would um, encourage, I should say, you guys to do that as well is challenge your emotions. When something goes wrong, and it's, you know, like a big something, and you really have a lot of strong emotions about it, challenge yourself, what am I feeling? And why am I feeling that way? 
I think it's important that we give ourselves permission to feel those feelings, but that we start to understand why. You know, is it because you feel like, you know, there's a loss of control? I mean, certainly in my case, as a mom, if there's something wrong with your child, um, you definitely feel that loss of control because you can't protect them. And you can't necessarily make it better. And in my case, there was nothing I could do to make it better, you know. Um, And so that's one of those things where where those feelings of loss of control, the feeling of frustration, the feeling of feeling overwhelmed by the disappointment even. Totally normal feelings, right? But it was important for me to really ask myself why I was feeling it and and to, to really give myself permission to allow those feelings to move through, you know, to come out, to be expressed, and then to move through it. Ask yourself specifically, why do I feel that way? Ask yourself, what thoughts am I thinking when I'm having those feelings? And are those thoughts making it better or worse? A lot of times when we're disappointed, we've got all kinds of thoughts running through our mind. And a lot of times they're negative thoughts, right? Because disappointment is kind of that negative feeling. It's a down feeling. And so a lot of the thoughts that we'll associate with that could be negative thoughts. You know, it could be thoughts of things will never get better. It's never going to work out. You know, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with this situation? What's wrong with the other person? Like, A lot of these thoughts could be running through your mind when you're feeling disappointed, when you're feeling those frustrations. And so those thoughts could actually be making it worse. We will talk about mindset here in a little bit and some ways to to kind of think differently and overcome some of those thoughts. But definitely when you're challenging your feelings, I want you to challenge your thoughts as well. So really stop and think, okay, what am I feeling but what am I thinking when I feel that way? This is a great way that you can start dealing with disappointment in a more positive way so that you can come out of it quicker um, and in a, in, a, in a positive way. You know, again, we're going to be disappointed in life from time to time. It happens, but we want to make the best of it. And definitely we want it to to really come out on a positive side rather than keeping us down and depressed and feeling bad. All right. Okay, we've got to stop right there and take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about managing your emotions, and then we're going to jump right into mindset, your thoughts, your beliefs, and how to think a little bit differently when you're dealing with disappointment. So stick around. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and we will be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Transform your life, boost your confidence, and create lasting wealth. Visit connectwithrachel.com forward slash success to discover how best-selling author and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy went from miserable, broke, and ridiculously overweight to traveling the world, dropping 90 pounds, and living the life of her dreams. Ready to jumpstart your journey to success? Go to connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. That's connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. 
That's one 346 9141 You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Today, we have been talking about dealing with disappointment. Before the last break, we were talking about managing your emotions and how important that is. And I really do think that this can apply to lots of different areas in life. You know, if we start learning how to really manage our emotions, uh, I just, I think it really does make a difference because it'll impact the way that you react to other people. It impacts the way you respond to yourself and, and how you feel about yourself. It impacts your relationships. I mean, your emotions really play a big role in your everyday life. And if you're somebody who stuffs your emotions, you know, a lot of us do that. Um, guess what? You still have those emotions. They are still there. You're just not dealing with them. So um, I think it's important to really be aware of our emotions and, and to really start accepting them and allowing those emotions to come through, as I was saying before the last break. We were discussing challenging your feelings. You know, why am I feeling the way that I am? Um, Very specifically, what's causing those feelings? What thoughts are running through my mind? You know, when I'm feeling this way, what thoughts am I running through my mind? Are those thoughts making it better or making it worse? A great way to manage your emotions is to literally take a step back. Just take a step back from whatever situation you're dealing with and try to look at it objectively. So take the emotion aside and look at it very objectively. Um, Not always easy to do, by the way. (laughs) That's not always easy to do. But it's a great strategy. I do this a lot, a lot, a lot. I definitely have learned over the years the importance of taking that step back. And sometimes it means you've got to walk away from the situation. Sometimes it means you actually have to physically go on a walk, go to a different room, um, you know, go on a bike ride, whatever it is for you that helps you kind of step away for a few minutes. I think that actually is very, very important. It's a healthy way to deal with your emotions, to deal with disappointment, and to make sure that you respond in the way you want to. You know, a lot of times when we're having conflict, we we may not think, hey, I need to walk away for a few minutes. But if you will walk away in a conflict, now I don't mean this in a rude way. It's not like you ignore somebody and just walk away. Not like that. But simply saying, hey, we're having a conflict. I need to take a step back. I need to take, I need to take five minutes away and then we can come back and talk about it. That is actually a great way to deal with conflict. It really is because in those five minutes or 10 minutes or five hours, however long you need, in that time, you'll be able to take that step back to gain some perspective to allow the other person also the same to take their step back and gain some perspective. And then you can come back when you're not as upset and really talk things through and get a resolution. So that's one strategy I use a lot. Take that step back. Go on a walk. You know, if you're somebody who who likes, you know, the punching bag, that's a great way to get some of those feelings out. If you're upset or frustrated and, you know, you're not sure what to do, a great way to get the feelings out is to use a punching bag. I mean, that's that's a great strategy. When I was little, I used to use a pillow. You know, when I was a kid, I would use a pillow and I would pound on my pillow and, and it helped me get that frustration out. So, 
any way you can in a positive way get that frustration out is is a good thing. Obviously, you want it to be in a positive way. You don't want to be blowing up at people and, and making things worse. But I definitely think that that will help you manage your emotions. The most important thing is that you get your feelings out so that you can move forward in a positive way. A great way to get feelings out is by journaling, you know, write things down. You don't have to save it. You don't have to show it to anybody, but just write it down. You know, you can spend five minutes and say, you know, today this happened and I'm so frustrated. I'm so hurt by this person or by this situation. I'm so disappointed. You know, write that down and then release it. Make a conscious decision in your mind. Okay, I'm now releasing it. I express those feelings. I allow those feelings to come through, and now I'm moving forward. So again, depending on the situation, it may not be something you can do in five minutes. It may not be something that you can do in five weeks. You know, if you're dealing with grief or or a really deep, deep hurt, it may be something that it takes a while to heal from, and it takes a while to work through that disappointment and through those feelings. But you will get there. You know, don't give up. Keep going, and and just take it one day and one step at a time. I think that's super, super important to consider. And again, like I said, it's okay to have feelings, you know, you don't have to stuff them and you don't have to, to hide the way you feel. In fact, you don't want to do that. You know, if you hold things inside of yourself, your body will end up creating pain, creating additional stress. You know, your, your emotions are, are stressors on your body. So you definitely want to learn to let that stuff go and, and really allow it to, to work its way through. So let's jump into mindset. How does mindset play a role in dealing with disappointment? Well, earlier in the show, I mentioned something about your thoughts, what you're thinking, right? What you're thinking when you're feeling disappointed, what you're thinking when you're feeling upset, when you're, what you're thinking when you're feeling sad. Those thoughts are very, very, very powerful, So you certainly, certainly want to be aware of what you're thinking. If you're thinking a lot of negative thoughts consistently, you're going to have so much more negativity in your life and you're going to be even more disappointed. Let me give you an example. Let's say you are someone who recently got laid off from your job, okay? And that was disappointing, obviously, and frustrating, obviously. Okay, in your mind, if you then go into a negativity, uh, a negative place, right? It can spiral out of control. If you start thinking, oh man, what's wrong with me? I must not be very good at my job. What if I never find another job? Oh, oh man, I'm not as good as, as so-and-so. You know, they, they kept so-and-so, but they laid me off instead. I'm not good. I'm bad. I'm, you know, blah, 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 right? Those negative thoughts are so powerful. And if you continue to think that way, you will continue to feel disappointed. You will continue to feel down, depressed, disheartened. You know, you're going to continue to feel negative because of the way you're thinking. So your mindset is critical and you want to start turning your negative thoughts around. Even when you're disappointed, even when things go wrong, you want to start turning those negatives into positives. You want to start looking at things from a different perspective. You know, your thoughts and beliefs are your reality. What you think and believe in your mind is what's real for you. 
Let me give you an example. If you go outside today and you look, look up in the sky, right, and you see a few clouds, if you and I were to look at the same group of clouds, you might see an elephant, right? You might see a shape of an elephant up in the clouds. But I, I might see something else. I might think it's an alligator, you know, or I might think that it's a lion up in the clouds. What we think and believe is what's real for us. How we perceive the outside world is what's real for us in our own minds, right? So this is so, so critically important for you to really think through this and and understand that your thoughts and your beliefs are your reality. If you think, hey, I am awesome, you know, something went wrong today, but that's okay. I am awesome. Uh, You know what? I, I got laid off my job. That's okay. Something better is out there for me. I'm, I just know it. I am great at my job and something better is out there for me and I'm going to go find that job. You know, you can just as easily think positively as you can think negatively because either way, the choice is yours. Your thoughts are your thoughts. You actually can choose what you are going to think. As soon as a negative thought pops in your mind, you can make the choice to think positive instead. And as you start doing this day in and day out, you will find you will think more and more positive thoughts than negative thoughts. It's amazing how this happens, but it, it essentially you're retraining your brain to think differently, to see things from a more positive perspective. You know, this is something I really had to learn several years ago. When I was struggling a lot in life, I was definitely super negative. I was thinking negatively and I had a really low self-esteem and I didn't have a lot of confidence and I was really struggling in every aspect of life. But once I started to master my mindset and really address my own thoughts and beliefs, my whole world started to change. The way I saw things started to change. My perspective started to change. You know, the way I viewed the world was different because I was thinking and believing differently. So I think it's an important consideration today. When you deal with disappointment, start thinking from a positive perspective. It doesn't mean that you're not going to feel bad. It doesn't mean that you're not going to sit down for a minute and say, man, this is a bummer. This is terrible. I really wish this wasn't going on. Okay, sure. Those thoughts might pop through your mind, but then you want to turn it around and say, you know what? It's okay. It's okay that this is happening. I'm going to turn this around. I'm going to make something good come from something bad. In the beginning of the show, I mentioned um, a friend of mine has a, a dear friend actually who is is dying of cancer. She's in her 30s. And, um, you know, when I was talking with my friend, I asked her, I said, you know, how is this impacting you? What are you, what are you, what's your plan? What are you going to do differently? And you know what she said to me? She said, this has motivated me to, to get up and start living my life. She said, this has really motivated me. And I think that is something positive that can come from a really terrible and tragic situation. She could just as easily be sitting down and feeling sorry for herself and, and, you know, feeling bad about her friend. And she is, you know, she does feel bad about her friend. Don't get me wrong. But she's choosing that now she's going to do something positive. She is going to take action to make something good come from a bad situation. And that's because she's thinking differently. 
she's thinking, you know what? Yes, I'm sad about my friend and I'm disappointed and I feel bad, but I'm going to take that badness and I'll make something good happen from it. And that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying turning those negatives into the positives. And yes, a negative thought might go through your mind, but then replace it with something positive. Think about things from a different perspective. You know, really looking at how can I turn this into a positive situation? All right, this is absolutely a game changer. If you guys will start doing this, I mean, it will make a huge difference in your life in in so many different areas, in your relationships. I mean, it just will make an absolute difference. The other thing I will tell you with your mindset is, you know, if you really are somebody who takes things very personally, you're going to be thinking negatively. You know, it's just, it's a fact. If you're somebody who takes things personally, a criticism or something goes wrong and you immediately assume it's your fault, then that's going to spiral out of control into that negativity. So I would encourage you to start looking at things from a different perspective and start saying, you know what, I'm not going to take this personally. Just because somebody else has a bad day and blows up at you does not mean it was your fault. It doesn't mean that you're responsible. In fact, the other person is responsible for their behavior. They are responsible for the way that they act. You are not responsible for somebody else's uh, choices. You know what I mean? That's their choice and their reaction. It doesn't feel good when you're on the receiving end. You know, if somebody blows up at you or somebody, you know, tells you that, that they're upset or, you know, whatever, it doesn't necessarily feel good, but that doesn't mean that it's your fault. So I think it's important to really take that step back and, and understand that it's not personal. You know, nine times out of 10, it's not personal. Even when you get a criticism, nine times out of 10, it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with the other person and where they are at that moment, that particular day. I had somebody that kind of sent me a little nasty message. This was a while back. It was about a year ago, actually, um, on Facebook. And and they were criticizing me and and this and that. And I thought, okay, well... (laughs) what are you going to do? Like, I mean, that happens in life, you know, in, 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 the, in the business that I run, that happens. When you're in the public eye, people are going to criticize you from time to time. It happens. So I didn't take it personally. I knew that he was probably having a bad day. He was probably, you know, in, in a situation where he wasn't super happy about something that happened in his life. And, and for whatever reason, he took it out on me, you know? And so I, I'll tell you what, usually I just don't bother responding to things like that. I just, you know, I don't play into people's negativity. However, this particular time when it happened, I thought, you know what, I, I really feel like he's probably just going through a rough time and maybe he just needs to hear something positive. So I actually replied back to him and, and I just told him, you know, hey, I'm so sorry that you're, that you're so upset and, and um, you know, taking it out on me. I just, I hope that you have a better day and that things work out better for you. And I totally just responded with love and compassion. And you know what? Here's what's really interesting. He actually replied back and apologized. He replied back to me and apologized for the way that he had behaved. Isn't that interesting? So again, had I taken it personally, it would have been a completely different result, but I didn't. I didn't take it personally. I, I realized that it was his stuff, his, his own issue. It really had nothing to do with me. And so I was able to turn a negative situation into a positive. All right. Okay, we've got to stop right there and take a short break. When we come back, we will jump into expectations. We'll talk a little bit about that, about perspective, and finally about attitude. So stick around. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and we will be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. 
What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Transform your life, boost your confidence, and create lasting wealth. Visit connectwithrachel.com forward slash success to discover how best-selling author and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy went from miserable, broke, and ridiculously overweight to traveling the world, dropping 90 pounds, and living the life of her dreams. Ready to jumpstart your journey to success? Go to connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. That's connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Today, we've been talking about dealing with disappointment. And earlier in the show, I asked you guys to share with me your number one way to deal with disappointment. What is working for you? When you're disappointed and things don't go the way that you expected, how do you overcome it? How do you deal with it? I want you to reach out to me on social media so that you can share it with everybody, right? You can find me over on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash connect with Rachel. Go ahead and just leave a post. Let me know what works well for you. That way anybody can read it. They can look and see and, and maybe even implement the strategy that you're sharing that really works for you. You can also definitely find me over on Twitter at Factors for Success. That's Factors the number four, success. So again, your number one way to deal with disappointment. I would love to hear that from you guys today. All right, so we have talked about so many different aspects of dealing with disappointment. I've got just a few left for you today that hopefully will make a difference. You know, like I always say, if you just implement one new strategy, one new tip, it can be such a game changer for you. You know, it it doesn't mean you have to implement everything, but maybe there's one tip that you can try and see if you get better results in your life and in your business. So hopefully some of the things that I've shared with you today will definitely make a difference for you. Let's talk a little bit about expectations. Man, expectations. A lot of times when we're disappointed, it's because we have not managed our expectations of ourselves or of other people. Sometimes we have very, very high expectations. And to be honest, a lot of times I think we feel that people should be perfect. You know, we look at life and we're like, man, it should be perfect. It should always go my way, right? Somewhere in the back of my mind, we, we, we're all thinking that, right? In the back of our minds, that it should just work out the way we want. And I think that's an unrealistic expectation. You know, we have to be, we have to be a little real here that unexpected things happen. 
tragedies happen, disappointment happens. I think we have to know that and and then move forward with that. Manage the expectations that you have for your life. You know, I am definitely a perfectionist. I mean, hands down, I'm a perfectionist. I really like things to go a certain way. And when I create new products and when I do new things, I want it to be perfect. <laughs> you know, I want it to look a certain way and, and, and everything else. And that's just me. So I definitely can be disappointed sometimes because sometimes my expectations are too high. You know, sometimes I'm expecting myself to perform at this perfect level, um, like I said, like with a new product or something like that. And it doesn't always work out that way. How many books have you read, for example, and as you're reading it, you find a misspelled word or, you know, there's a word that's out of place or there's an extra space, right? That happens all the time. And you know what? Books have gone through major revisions, major edits. I mean, it should theoretically be perfect, right? But it doesn't happen like that. Usually there's at least a couple of mistakes that still get through and, and that still get printed. So, you know what? Life's not perfect. People aren't perfect. We all make mistakes. We all miss things, you know. And I think it's important that we start to be a little bit more um, generous with ourselves and with others and that we manage that expectation that we we can still expect a lot out of ourselves, you know, but but we have to do so with grace. We have to give ourselves permission to not be perfect. And the same goes for other people. If you're expecting the people in your life to be perfect and to never let you down, it's just, it's, that's not real. You know, that's not real because we all have bad days. We all have stuff that happens. You know, in your families, I think a lot of times we get hurt by the people that we love the most. I mean, think about your family situation. I'm married, I've got two kids, and if somebody's having a bad day, who do they lash out at, <laughs> right? They don't lash out at their friends at school. They come home, and then they lash out, right, um, with my kids, for example, and um, that's just life. That's part of it, so I think it's good to just kind of understand that, manage those expectations. Don't expect people to be perfect. It's okay to make mistakes. You know, it's okay to make mistakes, I can't say that enough times, everybody. It is okay to make mistakes. If you never make a mistake, it means you're not trying hard enough. You're not trying something new. You're not pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. Um, you know, so try. Try something new. Um, definitely, definitely it's okay to make a mistake. Your perspective are you thinking about things from a very narrow perspective or are you looking at the big picture? When you're disappointed, are you looking at just one moment in time or the big picture? You know, a lot of times we can feel like it's the end of the world. Something goes wrong and it's like, oh man, it's the end of the world. This is the worst. It's never going to get better. But that's because in that moment, you're only looking at that specific situation. But if you were to take a step back and get a bigger perspective, you would find that it's not the end of the world. Things will get better. It might take time. It might take a long time, depending on the situation, but it will get better with time. You know, my great grandma, when I was little, she used to say, it'll get better before you get married. <laughs> she always told me that. Now I'm married, so that doesn't work. But you know, when I was a kid, if something went wrong, she would always say that to me. It'll get better before you get married. And I think it's that same perspective, just understanding that given time, it will get better no matter what's going on in your life. It will improve. It won't be as upsetting. It won't be as disappointing. And that's taking that bigger perspective and really taking that step back to, to look at things. And obviously, maintaining a great attitude, no matter what goes on in your life, is so important. I could spend an entire show just talking about 
the importance of having a positive attitude, but really challenge yourself. The next time something goes wrong, challenge yourself to maintain a positive attitude. And again, that comes into that mindset that we were talking about earlier in the show. What you're thinking about is going to affect your attitude. But if you can maintain that positive attitude, you will not be disappointed as long as you have in the past. You know, it might be just for a few days or for a few minutes, depending on what the situation is. Have the attitude of perseverance. You know, make the decision that you're always going to persevere. You're never going to give up. You're going to keep going no matter what happens in your life. I think that's definitely part of having a positive attitude and having a great attitude no matter what comes your way. The best way you can deal with disappointment is to just know in advance that it will happen in life, right? It will happen in life, but you can overcome it, that you have tools in place, you have strategies in place, whether it's managing your emotions, whether it's, you know, being being mindful of the way you react and, and working on your mindset, you now have strategies that you can apply that maybe you didn't have before today's show. So I want to encourage you guys, take one tip and run with it. Take one tip and run with it. Try something new. Try it next time that you have a disappointing situation and see if if it doesn't work out a little bit better for you. And I'm guessing that it will. All right, we're out of time for today's show. Thank you, as always, for tuning in each and every week. Please make sure that you share Infinite Success Radio with your friends, with your family, and with your colleagues. You never know whose life could change as a result of something that we have shared on the show. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy, reminding you to believe in the power of a dream. And we will see you again next week, same time, same place. Thanks for tuning in. You can hear Infinite Success Radio live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rachel O'Brien Eddy invites you to check out another show next week. 